All of us here at the Ministry of Truth were gathered round the telescreens, eagerly awaiting the inflation numbers that were to be released at 8.30 a.m. Eastern Time yesterday morning. When they hit, we said, uh-oh, interest rates are going up and stocks are going to get crushed. We were wrong. Good morning. This is your financial animal buzz on business for Friday, January 12, 2024. My name is William Walsh. I spent my entire career, over 40 years, as a financial advisor and financial planner. I earned the Chartered Life Underwriter, Certified Financial Planner, Chartered Financial Consultant, and the Accredited Estate Planner professional designations. Now I'm living my best life, bringing listeners like you the information they need to bypass people like me. If that's you, or might be you, you're in the right place. If it's not you, well, you're still in the right place. We're glad you're here. Inflation came in higher than expected. More on that in a minute. And markets still in the overnight session, which is thinly traded and subject to some extremes, did exactly what you'd expect. Rates rocketed higher and stocks fell through the floor. The S&P 500 futures contract, which trades all night, had been up about 10 points when the news hit. And then it fell 66 points. Whoa! But the bulls fought back. The indexes actually opened at 9.30 Eastern Time, opened with a small gain. And then they bounced around throughout the day and finished mixed. Still, what had looked like a ringside seat for an epic beatdown turned out to be a boring 12-round draw. We'll take it. The Dow Jones Industrials managed a minuscule 15-point gain. For those keeping score at home, that's four one-hundredths of a percent. They closed at 37,711. The S&P 500 was down seven one-hundredths of a percent. You just don't get that kind of precision on other podcasts. The S&P closed at 4,780 off three points. The NASDAQ composite closed at 14,970 exactly where it closed on Wednesday. No change. Flat. We're going to put an image from the giant quote machine in the show notes just to show you how incredibly dramatic no change can be. The RSP, that's the S&P Equal Weight uh, Index Fund, was off three-tenths of a percent. The SOXL, the Semiconductor Index with 3-2-1 leverage, was up. 1% on the session. Bonds likewise took the inflation news really, really hard. It looked like they took it personal. And rates flew off the charts 
but ground lower throughout the day. They actually, bonds actually managed a gain. Rates were down across the board. It feels weird to even say that. The yield on the two-year treasury was 12 basis points. It now yields 4.25, excuse me, let me say that again. It now yields 4.249%. The 20-year closed at 4.304. That's off four ticks. And the two-year, 20-year spread has turned positive. That's a sign that, well, maybe we aren't going to have a recession in the next year. One among many. Oil was up a buck fifty-two. Apparently, an oil tanker uh, was seized by some pirates in the Red Sea. They're lucky I'm not president. They're lucky I'm doing a podcast. Uh, a barrel of oil closed at $72.77 a barrel. Gold joined in some of the volatility fun. It was up and down and up and settled at $2,019.20 off $8.60 a troy ounce. One of our goals is to increase subscribers uh, to this podcast in 2024, and we're asking for your help. If you're not a subscriber, please consider clicking the follow button. It's free, and you can unsubscribe anytime. But then again, why would you? If you're already subscribing, thank you very much. But we'd really appreciate it. If you'd click the share button and send this episode to someone who might be interested and for whom your recommendation would make a difference. Apple and Spotify are more likely to recommend the buzz on business to more prospective listeners and subscribers if we do the hard work of getting some more subscribers and listeners on our own. Let's build the ministry of truth. It'll be fun. It'll be fun. Thanks. So what happened to inflation? Well, it came in above expectations. And as we never tire of saying, Wall Street is an expectations game. The month-over-month consumer price index, which had been beating expectations in the last three months or so, came in at 0.3% versus expectations of 0.2. And let's face it, 0.2 is still too high and about 20% above the Fed's target. And as we said once once on a uh, premium episode, maybe three or four months ago, inflation tends to have two peaks. And we've only had one so far, so... uh, I'm reasonably nervous that we're not through with inflation and seeing where gold has gone over the last three or four months or whatever, two or three months. Yeah, I'm still worried about it. And it's, as I said, 20% above the Fed's target, and the Fed sets those interest rates that traders so desperately want cut. The rest of the inflation numbers came in at or above expectations, mostly above. 
And to add fuel to the fire, the labor market remains strong. Initial and continuing claims for unemployment came in well below expectations. Why cut interest rates if job growth continues, even when rates are high? So, why did stocks and bonds fight off this devastatingly bad news and end the day with modest gains or modest losses? Beats me. I suppose if pressed, I'd say that, you know, the strong economy and expectations for fourth quarter earnings more than offset fears of higher rates for longer. But even as I say it, I'm not sure I believe it. We get the producer price index today. We'll be reporting all of that to you on Monday morning. All you've got to do is keep it right here on The Buzz. And that is your Buzz on Business. Please join us every morning for five minutes of the latest business, financial, economic, and stock market news. In this week's premium episode, we're previewing earnings season, which begins today, including the history of earnings season and the world-famous company that began the tradition of an earnings season and which was a longtime member of the Dow Jones Industrials, but which has faded from such a prominent position in American business in the 21st century. You won't want to miss it. It's just for our premium subscribers, however. A premium subscription is a minuscule $2.99 a month for these four extra episodes. There's a link in the episode description where you can learn more and where you can sign up. We hope and expect you'll join us. And for Financial Animal and FinancialAnimal.com, have a great weekend, everybody. My name is William Walsh. (laughs) 